Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Feel Better with Tara Styles. I'm Tara Styles, and welcome to my podcast. Yay, I have a podcast. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. This is really a moment that I'd like to share with you kind of outside of the yoga class. If you know me, if you don't know me, I lead yoga classes every single day <laughs> for a long time, for over a decade now started in New York City in Central Park with literally a sign that I sewed. If you know New York, I walked down to Mood Fabrics and I got myself some bright orange fabric and and some white fabric and some, I think, purple thread. And I sewed up the sign, Free Yoga with Tara Styles. And I took myself down to the park and everybody was invited. And that was really kind of the beginning of my my little yoga journey. And here we are. This is a moment kind of outside of the yoga context that I can take and share with you about all the things that we all think and feel and share and kind of go under the hood a little bit of yoga, of some of the other East Asian healing arts that I've been pursuing and getting into and sharing and trying to just, you know, soak it up a little bit and feel better. (laughs) Really, my goodness, we all need to feel better and we all deserve to feel better. So I'll share a bit of Tai Chi, Shiatsu, um, Ayurveda, the wisdom of my great grandmother, these kind of things. So the format for this show will be a bit of a theme. We'll start with a something happening here. You know, that Buffalo Springfield song. I always love to play that in every yoga class that I possibly can share music with because it's so true. Every time you arrive to a moment with intention, you arrive to a yoga class, you arrive to something where you're aiming to feel better. Oh, you just get into it. And then something's happening here. (laughs) So good. My goodness. Uh, So we'll have a little bit of intention, a little bit of theme. And our theme today, by the way, it's a big one, synchronicity. And uh, everybody deserves to have more synchronicity in life. We'll get into really what it means. I have some incredible, at least incredible to me, personal stories that have kept me going on my path. Really this 
green light of synchronicity. That's like, you know, like the traffic lights, red light, don't go, green light, yes. Synchronicity, (laughs) move forward. So we'll kind of go through something like that, something that's been coming up in classes and our Strala groups, things like that. And then I have this cool feature. My goodness, you can leave me a voicemail. Yay. By the way, I got this idea from Sarah Silverman, who's amazing. Her podcast is amazing. I love her so much. I've never met her in real life. And if I ever do, I will just squeeze her as long as she lets me (laughs) and probably giggle and um, thank her for all the cool things that she does and shares with the world. So you can leave me a voicemail. So you can go to terastyles.com and click a button. It's super easy. If you have any questions about yoga or Tai Chi or Shigatsu, but really for me and hopefully for you guys as well, our questions about these things aren't questions about the things, they're questions about ourselves. So really this whole idea of yoga for me is about, I know it's so corny, but feeling better. You know, we do these practices because something hurts, whether it's a physical pain, whether it's an injury, an emotional pain, a trauma, or we're just not kind of on the right path in life. Something's hurting, something's off. So what's holding you back from feeling better? You know, that's what I want to know. That's what I get to chat with people before class, after class, if we're in the studio in New York or Berlin or Paris and, you know, anywhere around the world, I'm so grateful that I, that I gotten to for so many years, cruise around the world, literally, and hang out with people on the ground, people that have so little in common on paper, but so much in common inside. And for me, that's everything, you know, super briefly, my little yoga story, if you don't know me, (laughs) I think is pretty common with a lot of people's yoga story. I grew up feeling pretty good. You know, we don't need to get into my whole life story at this moment. We'll save that, you know, for later podcasts. (laughs) But I grew up, you know, in in a good amount of space, uh, outdoor space. We lived in the woods. My parents were kind of straight edge hippies, I call them. They didn't do any of the fun stuff of hippies. They didn't do the drugs. They didn't do the drinking. You know, they didn't even call themselves hippies, but they were doing the things. My mom had this garden and she grew our our vegetables and I took them in my lunch and I had green peppers and carrots and cherry tomatoes and so good and so normal. And uh, they didn't have a lot of money. My dad was in the Navy and they built this passive solar home so they could save money, yay, but also because they believed in saving the environment as well. So we did things on the weekends when other kids were out kind of having fun or going to the mall, we would go and collect recycling in the ditches (laughs) and then turn the aluminum cans in for, you know, a few dollars and then save the money in a piggy bank. It was all part of this big, bigger lesson. The shirt that I'm wearing right now is actually my mom's shirt from high school. So she did have some really cool clothes and she made a lot of her own clothes as well. So I kind of grew up with all that stuff, but I really wanted to get as far away as possible. I wanted to get to the big city. I wanted to meet people. I wanted to do things with my energy, you know? Yes, get out there. So I danced growing up. I thought that would be my whole life, you know, my whole life's job, essentially. That would be my career. So I went to a dance conservatory 
north of Chicago a little bit for a little bit of time. And my ballet teacher there, again, synchronicity or luck, whatever you want to call it. I got lucky. Rory Foster, amazing person. He was dancing with American Ballet Theater in New York in the 70s. And he was getting into yoga there at that time. Wow, how must that have looked and felt? Very different than, you know, 2018, 19, 20, 21, 22 with, you know, yoga on every corner and juice presses and juice this and juice that and everything coming in and out of VC fashion and so flashy and social media, but very different then. So he brought yoga into our ballet program, which at that time, it was the late 90s, (laughs) was unusual. Of course, yoga is much older than the late 90s. But to have the experience of a yoga class, it really wasn't in gyms yet or in conservatory programs or even in art camps kind of a thing. So I got lucky because I had this person that, you know, said, this is a good idea. And I remember walking into this room and there was this guy sitting there. He looked like, you know, the character Jack Tripper from Three's Company a little bit. (laughs) He looked kind of stuck in the 80s, even though it wasn't the 80s. But he had this big kind of fuzzy curly hair and he was sitting on the floor. And immediately I thought, who's this guy? This is awesome. (laughs) And he was literally happy for no reason. So he couldn't have been getting paid a lot of money to be here. This was my kind of thinking at the time. So it wasn't this kind of financial happiness, right? We can all get sucked into that or understand that a little bit from our insane world. And The people in the class, the other girls, weren't even really paying him any attention. They were kind of goofing off and, you know, saying, oh, this is going to be silly or whatever. And I thought, wow, there's something to this. He's happy and people are kind of being rude and he can't be getting paid. And he looks comfortable in his body. He looks like he's literally radiating some kind of good vibes, you know? (laughs) And I thought, this is it for me. Um... I definitely didn't think this was a job for anybody. So this whole like question that I've gotten quite a bit is, you know, how do you turn your yoga interest into your career, which, you know, we can get into in other episodes. I think there's a lot there that I'm I'm happy to share at least my luck in that and my kind of persistence and just kind of how that unfolded, but really not for this moment. This moment was like, whoa. <laughs> This is amazing. And when he was leading this very simple class, I thought, okay, this is amazing. You can get into the inside of yourself and express yourself in this much deeper way, you know, kind of this matrix, take the blue pill kind of a way. But why isn't everybody doing it? That was my second thought. And that second thought ruined me. (laughs) It ruined me to this day in the best way possible. So I was deeply troubled after that class, wondering why my family wasn't talking about this, why my friends weren't doing this, why this wasn't literally on every street corner. So when I got to New York, I was doing a lot of different things. I was dancing. I was in lots of random music videos. And I kind of fell into TV commercials, which was wonderful. That SAG insurance is incredible. If you know what I'm talking about, you can go to the dentist and it's covered, (laughs) which is a big deal in America. All my European and Canada friends are thinking, oh, that is so strange, but it's a real thing. (laughs) It's a real thing here, especially for a young person in New York. 
So really grateful for that. But I kept being smacked on the back of my head with this feeling of, oh, I have to find ways to share this. And really what I learned was I didn't need to take what I was learning from yoga and share that. It wasn't about kind of multiplying or biggering, you know, that kind of a thing. It was, okay, there's a reason why my friends aren't practicing yoga. There's a reason why it's not everywhere. And maybe the reason is in how it's being presented, (laughs) really. Yoga is so visual. You know, you see a picture of somebody back then it was in yoga books, like a guy with feet behind his head wearing like a sarong. And that looks a little bit strange, unless you can just move past that and say, oh, okay, cool. I get it. You know, and now it's a certain body type of young person, you know, doing something that looks kind of, you know, aesthetically whatever with, you know, a background of some expensive place in the background (laughs) or something like that. So yoga misses the mark so much. And really what it is and really how I love to share yoga is in a way that actually feels like you, in a way where you feel comfortable, where you feel at ease. You know, I use this word ease a lot. (laughs) And it's a great word, but it's even better when you can practice in a way that's at ease. And so cool that I learned, you know, later and later and later, things start unraveling as you go down a certain path. Meeting Mike, my then boyfriend, we started the studio in his apartment, by the way, because it was free (laughs) for me. And my apartment was a little bit smaller. I was having over a lot of actor and artist friends at the time, you know, doing yoga in my little apartment, but it wasn't like a studio for the public or anything. So it was our little kind of Zen den So his apartment was a little bit bigger. We could fit about 20 people in the living room. That's kind of a big deal in New York. So we opened up the studio. We called it Strala. We thought we made up this word. I found out later, I'm blogging about yoga, making YouTube videos. You know, nobody's putting yoga on the internet. I'm wondering why. (laughs) And then I say, okay, fine, let me just do that. So this is 2007, 2008. A Swedish newspaper comes and interviews me. Things start to happen kind of in the media pretty quickly for me. And the journalist says, oh, it's so cool that you named this studio and what you're doing Strala, because in Swedish, Strala, with a little circle over the A, means to radiate light, to smile broadly, and to emit rays. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, synchronicity. (laughs) Because I didn't think about that. I didn't plan that at all, at all. So I think just the name that Mike and I picked together, we thought we combined strength, balance, and awareness, which are very good qualities of yoga. You know, that came much more from our brains and a whiteboard. (laughs) You know, that's how I like to work kind of a thing. But it was really just, we needed a name for this space. And what happened was it you know, grew and grew and grew very, I hate the word organically or naturally, but literally one person brought three friends the next day. And that kept happening over years. (laughs) And we needed a bigger space. We needed partner studios. We didn't need these things, but these things started to present as easy opportunities. And that feeling of being whacked on the back of the head 
you know, share this with people, share this with people. It just kept coming as it still comes. So right now I'm in our home in Illinois. <laughs> we bought this home in Illinois uh, just a few months ago in March of this year. And it was really another synchronicity moment of, okay, I always had this kind of idea that I would come back here at some point and uh, maybe get a little small house, maybe just stay with my cousins or whatever and be close to family. All my family is here. I've got uncles, both my grandmothers are still alive. So grateful for that. My mom and dad are here. We lived in a town closer to Chicago for my dad's work but he retired several years ago. So now they've moved down here as well. We're trying to get my brother over. He's in Indiana, which isn't too far. So I always kind of thought I would dip back in here a little bit, but really with everything that's been going on in our world in the last few years, it just really made sense to me one day. (laughs) We were renting a house outside of New York just to get outside of the city for a little bit. And it was this cute little cabin And it was really nice for the summer, but then the fall and the winter hit and the heat didn't work there. And we were calling the owner and he was kind of arguing with us saying the heat is fine. And we've literally got mattresses and blankets, everything kind of pushed up against the windows and the walls. And it's pretty bad. You know, our feet are literally cold. Daisy sleeping in a coat. And I'm thinking, this is, this is, this is not good. And then Daisy turns to me and she says, mama, we could move into the CVS. She loves to go to CVS, you know. We could move into the CVS because there's plenty of guys there. She calls the little stuffed animals guys. She loves to sleep with about 150 different animals that are stuffed. And you could teach yoga to the people. And I said, well, hey, that's not a bad idea, <laughs> you know, but I don't think they turn the lights off at night. We might be a little, <laughs> a little wanting to have some, some quiet and things like that. So I thought, okay, maybe we'll go back to Brooklyn. Maybe we'll go back to New York. You know, we got to kind of figure out where we want to go next. And with what we do, we can kind of be anywhere. We've got partner studios. Everything's online. Everything for us had been online before as well. So we kind of, you know, we're always kind of mobile in this way. So I just turned to Mike and I said, is this too strange to say let's go to Illinois. (laughs) And he said, yes, let's do it. So we're here and we built this little studio above the garage. Literally, we brought in some nice sustainable wood from Vermont to keep the East Coast vibe going. And, uh, And here we are. We have our live classes here every day and now podcast here. And it's nighttime. So I thought I would kind of sneak up here for the nighttime podcast after Daisy goes to bed to have this kind of after dark vibe. So, synchronicity, here we are. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss.
I want to play one of the voicemails for our voicemail section here. And we'll see how this goes. So again, you can call in. <laughs> it's like a radio show. You can call in to terrastyles.com, the website, and just leave me a message. All right, here we go. Hi, Tara. This is Veronica. It's really cool that you can leave your message. So I just wanted to share that um, in the 13 or 14 years that I've been practicing yoga just for myself, I never really felt like I wanted to be part of a group or um, to become a teacher at all because it, the practice itself resonated with me, but the other teachings, not really. And this, this all changed when I found you and Mike and just my heart just blew open because you really talk about the things that feel uh, true for me, that resonates with me. So I was in the April uh, training and I'm going through the 200-hour training uh, slowly and really integrating everything. And uh, this weekend I met uh, a new uh, studio owner in the city near me and it seems like well, it doesn't seem she told me that when I finished the training, she would love to have me teach over there. So I'm really excited and a little bit scared and <laughs> just overall really grateful for for everything in life. So this is what I am right now. Love you. Big hugs. Oh my gosh. Oh, Veronica. That's so exciting. Oh, and I feel the same way. You see guys, friends around the world. We're all so different, but we're all so similar. And what I love about that is I feel just like her. I feel just like you, Veronica. Oh my gosh. I remember loving yoga, loving the practice, then going to a place and feeling like I didn't quite fit in, kind of like the high school lunchroom again. Yoga can be like that. You know, you've got one style and they really believe that you can't do this pose before this pose or, you know, the tree's going to fall down and you've got this style. And if you're not hardcore vegan, someone's going to yell at you in the classroom and, you know, call you out on that. And then everything in between. So, you know, it's kind of like, we do it this way, we do it this way, we do it this way. And really what I wanted to share was this kind of non-denominational yoga. I mean, we're all here. We're all together in this classroom of alive being. And yoga is amazing. So why don't we do this? So I totally feel you, Veronica. And thanks for finding us. Thanks for finding yourself through this connection here. And you're going to be amazing at this studio. And of course, I'm not surprised that this person that has a space asked you to come. And I understand those nerves. I totally get it. I'm sure you don't need any advice at all. You just know what to do. Practice on yourself. Practice with your teddy bears. Say the things out loud. Doing this out loud is a lot more than just, you know, believing in yourself as, as we all know. But Veronica knows because she's been through our courses and things like this. So you're prepared. <laughs> you're prepared. You've been practicing. You've been practicing leading. So when you lead that first class at that space, it's going to be your hundredth class or your thousandth class that you've led in your lifetime so far. And that's just another chapter, another beginning. So yeah, I'm so excited for you. Oh, and I want to come too. I want to come and take your class. So 
Thanks so much for your message. My goodness. <sighs> a little synchronicity is uh, pretty cool. When you do something and then you find out from an outside source that you're on the right path, that's kind of my experience of synchronicity. My friend Katie Strickland in New York, she's a pretty big time actress. <laughs> when I met her, she was um, kind of coming up in the acting and I was doing some yoga and TV commercials. And she's just an awesome kind of, so corny, but like a salt to the earth kind of person. And her roommate at the time, very talented person, but was high on drugs a lot. So, you know, she was staying with me quite a bit, especially nights before her big auditions and callbacks and things like this, because I had the Zen Den, I had like this tiny apartment in, uh, in NoHo. It's an area, it's like a street right above Soho. Like it can't be Soho, but it's NoHo. So she's there kind of hanging out, doing her thing. And I'm just figuring out like, what am I going to do? Am I really going to teach yoga? That's, that's, is that a thing? Can I do that for like my life? <laughs> you know, what am I going to do? Can I be in TV commercials forever? I don't know. So she gave me a book and it's by a lot of us know who this person is. I do as well personally, very much so now, but she gave me a book by Deepak Chopra called The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. And she gave it to me. And something really cool that I noticed about her at the time was her career was starting to take off. She was getting those jobs. She booked this Woody Allen movie that was great. And then she got Anacondas too. And then she was, you know, back and forth to LA more. And then the final move to LA. And, um, and also her kind of spiritual journey was happening at the same time. So there was no coincidence. It wasn't just like, oh, I got lucky then. And then things started to happen. It's when she started working on herself, the things started happening at the same time. So I was kind of clued into watching that, <laughs> you know. She gave me this book. I read this book. And it wasn't really even like the lessons in this book I needed. It was literally just this book because about a month later, I got an email to my little yoga website. It was like, yoga should be easy with Tara Styles or something kind of, you know, very 1.0 of what we're doing now. And uh, it was an invitation from a very small skincare brand to teach a yoga class for their event for like $100. They offered to pay me like $100. And the last line of the email said, oh, by the way, Deepak Chopra will be there giving a talk. And I thought, huh, I think he's going to like me if I get to meet him. I don't know. This might be this big, you know, lots of people there. So I go to the event. I teach the class. Deepak walks over to me and he knew who I was. I was like, you know who I am. That's amazing. He said, oh, I really like your YouTube videos. I was making all of these YouTube videos at the time, like yoga for hangovers and yoga when your boyfriend breaks up with you or your girlfriend breaks up with you. Just trying anything to help people find the yoga inside and he said, I'm making this yoga app. Will you create it with me? Will you do the yoga? I'm like, yes, of course. So we, we do the yoga app. On the set of the app, he comes over to me and he says, will you come over to my apartment when I'm in town and teach me yoga? And my wife, Rita, is often there as well, and we can do it together. And I said, well, yes, of course, but <laughs> you know, you don't need anybody to teach you yoga. <laughs> you know yoga. And he says, yes, I know that I know yoga, but all of the other yoga teachers, and I know all the big time ones at that time, 
He said, they all try to impress me with what they know about yoga. And I know you now, you're just going to take me through the yoga. And I'm thinking, yeah, that's what yoga is. I'll take you through the yoga. So I realized, you know, another synchronicity, you know, that's a green light to keep me going along the way. And uh, I hope they happen for you more and more. The more you uh, stay with yourself, notice when you have that whack on the back of your head, notice what it's telling you. Who's whacking you back there? (laughs) What do they look like? What are they saying to do? What's that feeling, you know? You don't really need to, at least in my experience, kind of figure out what you need to do, figure out what you want to do, you know, in this kind of passion way. There's a whack. (laughs) We just need to calm ourselves down enough to feel it. And for me, I did. I was always interested in yoga, but it was always just something I did. I'd be on the set of a commercial and say to the, the, the craft service girl, you know, hey, your back must hurt because you're lugging around all these big water bottles all the time. Do you want to do a little yoga break? And she'd be like, yeah, sure. That sounds good. Like a little bit weird, but okay. <laughs> you know. But I was doing this. You know, somebody would be on the street, crossing the street. And I would say, oh, how are you feeling? You look a little stressed. Let's do a little alternate nostril breathing. And, and I was doing this literally any chance that I could get anyway. So allowing myself to kind of follow that whack on the back of the head every day has really been a huge guiding light in a way. Guiding is another big word that I think is super important when it comes to sharing something with someone else. So that brings me to our final portion of Feel Better with Tara Styles, which is the guided portion here. So if it's cool with you guys, I'm happy to guide us through just a very brief ah, moment, some breathing, some connected stuff so we can notice what's happening with ourselves, tune into those synchronicities a little bit more, and of course, feel better. So wherever you are, ah, move yourself around so you can actually be comfortable here. You don't have to sit like a statue here. You're a person. So let yourself move from your middle here, a little side to side or easy forward and back. Let your whole self soften here. So a little bit of a bend in your elbows and knees, your joints of you. And then a big softening kind of like before the Big Bang, maybe there was even a bigger and bigger softening. Who knows? (sighs) When you allow that big softening, your breath was just waiting outside for you to open the door. My goodness, you don't have to breathe bigger and breathe more full and try to do this. We simply need to (sighs) soften. And notice your breath moving you. Big inhales filling you up. Like a big globe expanding. Long exhales. Softening, bringing you a little bit easier, a little bit more inward. 
Notice how your breath carries you like a piggyback ride. Big inhale picks you up. Long exhale. Easier to be here. A little roll around. A little gentle sway back toward that neutral place. And notice how you feel. Take a big inhale. Long exhale. Give yourself some time to hang around here. No need to jump up and rush into the next thing. If you are doing something right now, next, cool. You can do that swiftly, but also calmly. Keep yourself easy and relaxed. Watch your breath move you. And I hope you feel better. Oh, feel better. My goodness. So thanks so much for being here. We'll do this again next week. Same time. See how it goes. If you want to practice easygoing yoga with me every day live. Oh, it's so important. We drink water every day. Hopefully eat your vegetables every day. Do your practice every day. I'm there every day. Stralahome.com, the Strala Yoga app. We're easy to find. Everybody's nice. You know, if somebody doesn't feel good having a a cranky day, we just give them a hug. (laughs) Everything is going to be all right. So thanks for being here. Have a wonderful day and see you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.